Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. I believe the last part of that verse is true, that He cares about us affectionately and cares about us watchfully. If I believe that, then I'm going to have to believe that the first part of that verse is true, too. That I can cast all my cares on Him, all my concerns, and all my anxieties. Now that's the reason I can, because He cares. He does care about me. Uh, he is watching over me. He loves me. Now I told her that, and she said she couldn't do it. She said, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I know I can't. I said, well, He said you can. He's not going to tell you to do something that you can't do. That would be foolish. God is not going to tell you to do something that you cannot do. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Will of God in Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, Here's Kenneth E. Hagin's message. When you pray according to the Word, the Word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. You know which way you're walking. Too much of the time, because of a failure to know the Word and to see what God's Word has to say about a subject, we're simply praying in darkness and we don't know just where we're going. Prayer becomes a matter of begging God to try to do something in desperation. But when you know the word ahead of time, then you can come with confidence. Now that's what this text says. This is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, or as I said, I like to read it this way. That if we ask anything according to his word, he heareth us. One time there was a lady, this has happened more than once with me, of both men and women. Anyway, this lady came to me at the close of one of my services and shook hands with me. And uh, she uh, said, Brother Hagin, I want you to pray for me. I said, all right, what for? Well, I believe that startled her because I think she just meant for me to pray for her. When I asked what for, it seemed to startle. She said, well, do I have to tell you? So I smiled and said, well, I'm not going to pray unless you do. After all, if you want me to pray for you, you're expecting me to have faith for it. And I can't have faith for something if I don't know what it is. Or else you want me to agree with you. And I can't agree with you on something that I don't even know what I'm agreeing on. Now, I, this woman then said to me, well, I'll tell you. She said, uh, Brother Hagin, she said, the cares of life, the anxieties and the worries are just so great. And you know, I felt so sorry for her. She began to cry. And a look of desperation came on her face and over her countenance. And uh, she began to sob even harder and said, I just can't care them. I wanted you to pray that God would do one of two things, that he would either give me grace to bear them or else he would take away about half of them. I can carry half of them. I just can't carry all of them. Well, now, you know that sounds a little peculiar, and we laugh about it, but really it isn't a laughable matter. It's a very serious thing with that dear soul. Your heart goes out to a person who's a Christian, born again, filled with the Spirit, and yet in darkness, not walking in the light of the Word. I simply said, well, sister, I can't pray either prayer. It would be unscriptural to pray either prayer. It would be unscriptural to pray that God would give you grace to bear those things because that's not what he wants to do. And it would be unscriptural to say, take half of them away and I'll carry half of them because he don't want to carry just half of them. He wants to carry all of them. You see, I am enlightened by his word. I know what his word is. I know what his will is. It isn't his will to give her grace to bear those worries, anxieties, and cares. It isn't his will to take half of them away and let her carry the other half. Now, how do I know? 
because of what his word says. His word says in 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, not half of it. Not I'll give you grace to carry your cares, or half of them, and you carry them. But casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Now, I said, sister, isn't it wonderful? that we already have the answer for your prayer right here, right here in the Bible. We already have the answer to your prayer. I got my Bible and read it to her, casting all your care upon him. Or the Amplified Version is more explicit than the King James Translation. It reads, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns. Now, that's all of them. Anxieties, worries, concerns, cares, all of them. Do what with them? Cast them all on him. Here is what you do. Cast them all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. I believe that he does. I believe the last part of that verse is true, that he cares about us affectionately and cares about us watchfully. If I believe that, then I'm going to have to believe that the first part of that verse is true, too. That I can cast all my cares on him, all my concerns, and all my anxieties. Now that's the reason I can, because he cares. He does care about me. Uh, he is watching over me. He loves me. Now, I told her that, and she said she couldn't do it. She said, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I know I can't. I said, well, he said you can. He's not going to tell you to do something that you can't do. That would be foolish. God is not going to tell you to do something that you cannot do. It seems to me that people would be glad to know this. I remember when I found it out, I never was more glad in all my life. I found out I didn't have to worry anymore, and I was just, as we say, speaking naturally, uh, tickled pink about it. Now, I don't understand some people. From the time I got saved, I always read the Bible from the standpoint of finding all the deliverance and help I could. It seems to me that some people read the Bible to find out everything they can against themselves, to condemn themselves, to heap more guilt upon themselves. I don't understand it. But I know this, thank God there is help for us. So this woman said to me, oh, you're just being hard. You're just hard. I said, sister, I'm not being hard. Just because I told her what the Bible said, I'm not being hard. It wasn't I who said, casting all your care upon him. God said that. It wasn't I. She said, yes, but you don't understand what I have to worry about. I said, well, I'm sure I don't. But still, it wasn't I who wrote the Bible. It was God. It's God's word. And God knows. Now, I mentioned this to show you that the reason our prayers don't work sometimes, even though it is God's will that our prayers be heard and answered, is because we aren't praying in his will, or we are not praying according to his word. Then what happens? This woman went off muttering to herself, and she continued to worry. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, but that everywhere she went to church, she turned in a prayer request and continued to wonder why it didn't work. It isn't going to work for those who are praying out of the will of God instead of in the will of God, or that is, praying according to the word. Well, with what boldness we can come to him. This is the boldness that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. It takes a little while sometimes for us to get loose from traditional thinking and really get on the word. We are so bound up with religious thoughts and what we've been taught, and many times it isn't scripture. We have been taught what someone thought the scripture says, not what the scripture actually says. As we said, it is God's will to save the lost. In particular, every believer has authority in his own household. You have more authority there than you do anywhere else. People in praying for their own household have struggled and struggled and begged God to save their loved ones. Sometimes they get saved, sometimes they didn't. 
because the folks were in darkness and they're praying. I took this portion of scripture and I thought of it like this. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Now what I'm asking is according to his will. This is according to his will. Well, if we know that it is according to his will, he hears us. That's what the word says. Then if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petition. So I said, well, why should I keep on asking? I'm talking about praying for a lost loved one. Why should I keep on asking? That, because I have that petition. According to the word, I have that petition. Then I just stopped asking and started thanking him. Now, it's amazing how it works. That doesn't mean that just overnight the whole family is going to come in. But as you stand in faith, thanking God, they will come in. You see, for you to go on asking and begging God is a confession that you don't believe that you have the petition. If you believe that you had the petition, you would be thanking him for it. You would be thanking him for the answer. Now, isn't that true? Now, sometimes we go through the right motions, all right, but without the right believing. You can go through all of the motions uh, just because someone told you to do it or because someone else did. In other words, we could pray about something right here. After we had prayed, I could say, now let's all lift our hands and praise God for the answer. Well, you could lift your hands and praise God for the answer. That means that we believe that we have the petition. We believe that we have asked, uh, what we've asked is according to his will and word. And if it's according to his will, then he hears us. We believe that we have the petition. But you could be doing that just because I told you to do it. And if your heart's not in it, it won't work. Just the form or act of doing it doesn't work. But when it really comes from the heart and really is because you're acting on God's word and walking in the light of the word, then it does work. Now, there are a few general thoughts that we can give you. But without some kind of revelation from God, we couldn't be specific and tell you why it isn't working in every case. We'll just have to tell you what the word says. And then each one of us will have to walk in the light of the word for himself. We're speaking to you on the subject of prayer. We're using for a text, 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. I remember reading from one particular old-timer, pioneer in the full gospel message and the faith message, and he made this statement, that those who have depended upon prayer as a means of carrying on their religious activities have often been driven to extremities because the money didn't come or some other problem that confronted them could not be solved. And so they have resorted to using methods and means suggested by others. The lives of many men of prayer have been a strong incentive to a life of faith on the part of many. And their method of prayer has influenced these earnest hearts greatly. Then this man went on to say, In my early days, after I'd given up my income and started to live what we call a life of faith, these problems confronted me. I heard about battle prayer, and we tried that. We stormed the throne. We cried aloud. But somehow or other, it didn't bring the results, and I wondered why. Then we heard about praying through, and we tried that. We prayed through our problems. After a while, I discovered that it was all works on my part and the part of those whose footsteps I had followed, that holding on to God until the answer comes or praying hard were expressions which came from the realm of the natural. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Overcoming Prayer Package, which includes the Art of Prayer book by Kenneth E. Hagan and the three CD series from Ken Hagan, Prayer, 
the power plant of the church. Both tremendous resources are just $29.95. That's a savings of $6 off the retail price. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you're in the Oklahoma City area, come and experience what we call Sunday morning on Sunday night. They're at Rayma Bible Church, 8921 Northwest Expressway, 6 o'clock every Sunday night. We are there. Right. We're having some awesome services. It's not video. There might be a time that we might show some video, but it's live. I'm there. Craig there. Or one of the other associates is there. Yes. And I, I, I got this idea from, uh, you know, people start Saturday night service and so people be free on Sunday. I said, well, let's just have a Sunday night service and people can be free the whole weekend and come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. And so we invite you to come out there and be with us. Are you trying to determine what your next step in life is? Are you called to ministry or just want a deeper knowledge of the Bible? Now is the time to take action. Join us at College Weekend at Rama Bible Training College this November 9th through 11th. Attend class sessions, meet with instructors and the dean, plus much more. Call 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or register online at rbtc.org. That number again is 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or online at rbtc.org. Don't wait. Make a decision that could change your life. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, the will of God in prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.